0: podcasting from a town called Manalapan, New Jersey. This is That Oneness Guy, a podcast covering the many aspects and elements that embody oneness. I am your host, Andy Rongo. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning. Whenever you're listening to this, I say hi. As an author, playwright, singer, songwriter, and activist, I am spreading my message of oneness, as you know, basically to anyone who will listen. Okay, so first, as always, for those who are not aware, my book... The book that these podcasts derive from, which is called "I Am God and So Are You, My Friend: A Common Man's Guide to Oneness," with thanks to my publisher, Balboa Press of Hay House, is available everywhere. It comes in hardcover, paperback, ebook formats, and you can find it throughout the world via any of your major retailers like Amazon.com, Barnes and Noble. Or you can just visit the website for my book, which is www.iamgodbook.com. And plus on that side, I have a lot of stuff. So go to the website, IAmGodBook.com. All right, you are listening to episode number 17, A Special Oneness Performance. I recently held a a special book signing event at Rutgers University. And why I deemed it as special was... uh, was for the fact that I included a a specific half-hour presentation before the actual book signing. What I decided to do was um, I picked a few specific aspects of oneness. I talked about it in some detail, and then I followed each segment up with a song of mine that coincides with what I just spoke about. Um, it was a lot of fun, and uh, it gave me the opportunity to introduce oneness to a good amount of college students who seemed um, very eager to hear what I had to say and it was it was really cool it was it was a great day and I had some dear friends and um, who also showed up too so thank you to those who if you're listening to this so I figured for this podcast I would give you my faithful listeners the chance to hear that performance exactly how I presented it at Rutgers with music and all, which is why, if you notice that, I did not have one of my songs at the beginning of this podcast is for that reason, because I will be doing some of these songs after, after I speak about these specific topics, so I want to make this just how the presentation was. So sit back, relax, and um, here's what I presented at Rutgers University. Hello, I'm Danny Rongo. I'm a local singer, songwriter, and activist. I say activist because I've spent close to 40 years honing in on a specific message that I am compelled to convey to as many people as possible. The message is what I call oneness. Now, decades ago, when I first started writing songs, I noticed that my lyrics all shared a similar theme, and that was to somehow unite us all. I didn't know why, and I didn't pay much attention to it, but over time, I definitely noticed that my songs all shared this common bond. And long story short, this compelling message of mine led me to writing a musical that I call The Phone Call, a musical to inspire oneness. And from that, I was inspired to write this book, this book called I Am God, and So Are You, My Friend, A Common Man's Guide to Oneness. So I know that there are many definitions of oneness out there, but if you look it up in the dictionary, here's what you'll see in most publications. It says the state of being completely united with someone or something. Now, most people get that. Most people understand that. It's a fairly simple concept, right? But there are still a lot of folks out there who believe that oneness only applies to the physical, meaning what we are as human beings. And if that's as far as you want to take it, that's okay. As long as you recognize that we all share the same blood, and as long as you put skin color language and where you live aside and don't harm another person that's okay but as we can clearly see we as a society have problems with that for we don't recognize the physical aspect of oneness we continue to kill and harm one another and the walls of divisiveness grow larger every day and I don't know about you but that's what drives me I don't get it. I can't comprehend hate in any form and I don't relate to how we can do harm to one another, let alone kill someone. So I asked myself how can I get those people to understand oneness when they clearly have no regard for the physical bodies that we are? And that's when I decided to add the spiritual side to the equation my thinking remains that if people don't choose to accept the physical side of oneness maybe just maybe they can relate to the spiritual side so that's how I bring in your higher source God Allah Buddha or whatever you call your higher source you see it doesn't matter what you call your higher source as long as you understand that you emanate from a spiritual entity a force, an energy, if you may. I use God in the title of my book simply because I know that it's the most recognizable name. Now, when I first realized that oneness absolutely included my God, that's when I realized the complete totality of it. Oneness represents the inclusion with one and all and everything. There's nothing in the universe that oneness is not a part of. So my challenge remained. How can I prove that oneness goes beyond the physical and includes the spiritual? And that's when I knew that I had to prove to people that we are more than these bodies. And most people think that they know that. They believe that their mind represents some spiritual aspect of their life. They believe that while they're alive and on this earth that they are human beings and they're having a spiritual experience. And while that all sounds good, it's not correct. Because on our journey here in this life form, we are not human beings having a spiritual experience. It's actually the other way around. We are spiritual beings, and we're having this human experience. So then it became my obsession to prove it. It became an obsession because teaching oneness in just the physical realm is not enough. And we see the proof of that every single day. I mean, just turn on the news. Okay, so how do I prove that we are connected spiritually? How can I prove that we are these spiritual beings that I just referenced? In my book, I use a few different examples, but there's one that always makes people stop and stare and really ponder about what I just said. It's a hypothetical situation, and it goes like this. Imagine that you have a friend in the hospital who's failing, you get a call from the nurse saying that you should get down there pretty quick as it's really just a matter of time. So you rush down to the hospital. Now, in the hospital room, it's your friend lying there in the bed, the nurse, and you. And for hospital protocol, the nurse has to weigh your friend. Let's just say he weighs 200 pounds. Now, one minute goes by, and then your friend takes his last breath and passes away. Now, at that time, the nurse has to weigh your friend again. And when she does, this time she sees that he weighs still 200 pounds, the exact same weight that he was a minute ago while he was still alive, but now he's clinically dead. So what does that tell you? What does that tell us? It tells us that whatever constitutes life as we know it is weightless, right? Think about it. If he weighed 200 pounds while he was alive, and then a minute later he dies and still weighs 200 pounds, again, so whatever constitutes this life of ours is at the very least weightless. And that is because we are not these bodies. We are spirit. I use an acronym in my book that I call STEVLS and that's uh, S-T-E-V-L-S and that stands for Spirit, Thought, Energy, Vibration, Love, and Soul. I use that because you can substitute any one of those words to represent what we are. I use thought mostly in the book because I feel that it's the most identifiable. I feel that people relate thought to what they are thinking, and that's fine. So again, that hypothetical cuts to the chase for me in proving that we are spiritual beings first and foremost, okay? And how it all ties into oneness is when you recognize that we all emanate from that same spirit, thought, or energy, okay? Folks, we are just individualized expressions of that one source, all right, and here's another example I like to give. This, this helps to paint a picture of what I mean by when I say that we are individualized expressions of one source. All right, let's say you go down to the beach, okay, with a bucket. You walk down to the ocean, and you fill up your bucket with water. So now here's a question. Is the water in the bucket still considered the ocean why yes of course it is now with that same scenario let's say that the ocean represents your God or your spirit so you dip the bucket in and take it out now is what's in the bucket still considered your God why yes of course it is again because we are an expression of or an individualized part of that source. And now there's really so much more, but I hope that those examples help to paint a picture for you. And that's why it's important for us to understand and realize that oneness encompasses both the physical and the spiritual sides of our lives. Now my guru, the man who set me on this path some 40 years ago, was Dr. Wayne Dyer. And he wrote dozens of books on spiritual growth and became known as the father of motivation, actually. Now, how he described oneness resonated with me to my very core, especially because I am a musician and is a perfect lead-up to my first song. And this is the song I used to end the first chapter of the musical, and it's also referenced in my book. He said that when you look at the word universe— and break it down you'll see that uni means one and verse means song so when you think about it folks we are all part of one song
1: someone far away you've never could have met going through some times that are difficult to handle back home all is fine when suddenly your thoughts they change and inside you can tell that there's a person who's in need now So, because somewhere there's a love to tie around the world. Reach out from your heart and share what's in us all. A universe is simply one song, simply one song.
0: Okay, seeing that we've introduced oneness and we now know that it encompasses both the physical as well as the spiritual aspects of our being, I figured I would like to talk now about some tools, all right? The first of four specific tools that help us as we're navigating through the waters of oneness. And that tool is two words. It's two words that we've all heard and used before. But most of us don't recognize the power that comes attached with these two words. And the two words that I am referring to are, I am. That sounds weird, right? How can I am help us better understand that we are one with all, and especially one with our God? Now, whenever I'm having this talk, I always revert to one of my favorite movies of all time. The Ten Commandments. I'm sure everyone out there knows that movie. It's a very famous movie. It was nominated for an Academy Award back in 1957 and starred one of the greatest actors of all time, Mr. Charlton Heston, who portrayed the biblical character Moses. So as many of you may know, there's this one scene where Moses climbs to the top of Mount Sinai, and he has a conversation there with God who comes to him in the form of a burning bush. Now, this is when God instructs Moses to lead his people out of bondage. Now, Moses accepts this task, but he asks God what his name is so he can relay it to his people. And if you know the movie, you know that God responds, I am that I am. Tell them I am sent me. So, taken directly from the Bible, God is referred to as I am. And also, there are many other religions that also refer to God as I am. So here's the takeaway from this fact now, folks, and here's where the tool comes into play. If your God is referred to as I am, think about the power behind those words whenever you use them. All right. Because whenever you say, I am, what are you actually saying? You're saying, me, right? You're referring to yourself. You're saying, I am me, right? You're referring to yourself. And that clearly defines oneness for us in the knowing that your God, my God, is referred to as I am. So whenever we say those words, we're including ourselves. But wait. There's a way that we can enhance that tool, because I am is a power tool. So we need to plug it in, because when we plug it in, it becomes energized. And the way that we energize the words I am is by carefully selecting the words that follow. Now, oneness teaches us that what we think about expands. So it is important for us to monitor what we think and in turn say, especially the words that follow I am, because by including I am, it becomes a declaration because you're preceding it with the name of God. And that's why, folks, we should never say, I am sick, I am poor, I am fat, I am unloved, I am miserable because we don't want those to become our declarations, if you may. We should only use sayings like, I am healthy, I am abundance, I am prosperous, I am love, I am happy. And again, that's because the universe only responds to what we put out there. If your thoughts are predominantly about being sick, poor, and unhealthy, well, guess what keeps showing up in your life? Now, by using what you desire preceded by the name of God, again, it becomes a declaration. That's why it is the most powerful of tools, especially when we're discussing the benefits of oneness. I feel it should become a daily mantra for you. Use I am, and and then you fill in the blank. It's become a mantra for me, and I placed it here in this song.
1: One of many who have come to sing their song. I am ordinary, but know that I belong. Yeah, the words that will comfort me are. that inspire me i am to words that encourage me i am my lifetime my legacy i am one of many who have come to sing their song yeah
0: okay so to recap we've learned that oneness encompasses both the physical and the spiritual sides of our being meaning that while we all need air to breathe and that we all have blood flowing through our veins that we also emanate from one source and that source, whether you call it God, Allah, Buddha, or Spirit represents an energy. We've also discovered a new tool in the words I am And that whatever you follow those words with becomes a declaration because it represents the name of God. But as I mentioned earlier, there are four specific tools that I like to use to help us understand oneness. Now with I am being the first, the next two are acceptance and surrender. Now these two go hand in hand with each other as one allows you to consider the other more freely and without reservation. Acceptance comes first, and I say that because we cannot fully come to terms with oneness without an understanding of acceptance. Now, we all recognize the word and what it means, but when it's in the context of oneness, the importance of acceptance magnifies, and here's why. Oneness teaches us that there are no accidents in a perfect universe. So if there are no accidents, then everything that has happened, is happening, and will happen, is for a reason. And the reason for that is because it does. So with that as the backdrop for our lives, the knowing that there are no accidents, it naturally tells us that we must accept what happens, the alleged good and bad of it. Now, there's a very important reason why I say the alleged good and bad of it is, is because to deem something as good or bad just implies judgment. And within oneness, there is no judgment. So we accept what we experience in the world. We don't necessarily have to agree with it. Acceptance just means that we see it through the eyes of oneness. And this acceptance becomes a tool for us because it naturally helps remove stress from our lives. And following acceptance is surrender. Surrender follows acceptance in a natural fashion because even as we learn to accept the things that we may not agree with, we all still face many obstacles in life that at times seem insurmountable. And it's at those times when we need to recognize even more so that we are one with our God, that we are not alone. Now, my guru, Dr. Dyer, he said, and it's so cool, I love this, he said, if you knew who walks beside you at all times on the path that you have chosen, you could never experience fear or doubt again. So we need to trust in that statement. Now, you also may have heard it, heard it referred to as let go and let God. That's very popular, too. And it's the same thing, let go, let God, or surrender. So we need to surrender any and all problems and concerns that we feel are too big for us. And in the same fashion as acceptance, surrender is also a tool because it's removing stress, pressure, and the weight of the world from our shoulders. Now, three years ago, when I faced a very critical time that not only affected me, but my wife as well, I felt myself forced into a surrender mode. And from that, I wrote this song about it.
1: There's a path that I walk every day All the faces never change Though I hope and I pray, it's my choice, no one to blame. To think I might be missing a life that's meant for me, can I decide the meaning of my life? Hope that all my plans just turn out right And can I be sure my choices all make sense Will changes that I make have consequence? Surrender
0: Alrighty then, it's time for the introduction to what represents my final tool for this presentation. And like the first tool, which is the two words, I am, this is also two words. And the words are, just love. I call this a tool because like the prior ones, it is used to adjust, align, and enhance our life of oneness. It can be used as a mantra or as an internal response to almost any question or thought that we have. Just love. Now, there are only two sides of our lives in the physical form from which everything emanates from. It's either love or fear. Okay, now, some of you are probably saying, alright, I thought maybe hate would be the opposite of love. No, hate is just a learned response. It's a learned emotion, okay? The fear. Opposite or the absence of love is the fear of not having it. So it's important that we recognize it in these black and white terms, love or fear. Every thought, every action stem from either love or fear. We need to take a step back just prior to any and all decisions and choices that we make and remember the mantra, just love.
1: Harmonize To think and sing a melody as one And then romanticize When all the notes of life just come undone You're always there to hold me time to talk you told me that you just love just love just love just
0: So thank you again for listening to the podcast I'm calling That Oneness Guy. This has been episode number 17, a special oneness performance. If you like what you've been listening to, please take a moment to subscribe to this feed, either on my website, dannyrongwood.com, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, or pretty much anywhere that you can get your podcasts. By all means, take a a look and listen. And if you like the songs that you heard too that I performed here, you can also find them on any one of those sites, Uh, iTunes especially. You can find all my music, so please check it out. And also, if you have your uh, smart home device, you can also ask Alexa or Siri to play that oneness guy to listen anywhere in your homes. Um, I always say, folks, please follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook so you can stay in touch with all things oneness and especially my book. Again, I Am God, and So Are You, My Friend, A Common Man's Guide to Oneness, which, as I mentioned before, is, is available everywhere. And please remember to take a look at my website for the book, which is IAmGodBook.com. So with that said, uh, we are approaching Thanksgiving, which is going to be this week, so I wish you all a blessed Thanksgiving if you celebrate it here in the States. And beyond that, before you know it, it's going to be the holidays. So in these special times of the holidays, please find the peace and the love and the oneness in your heart and share it. All right? It doesn't really help us if we just keep it to ourselves. We need to share oneness. We need to be oneness. So again, my name is Danny Rongo. Please take a look for my next show. And until then, as always, I send you peace, love, light, and continued oneness. Namaste.